Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The Lats Factor Podcast. What is up, College Across fans? You're watching episode 226 of the Lax Factor Podcast. I am your host, Ted Hoost, or a.k.a. Chris Kringle. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. This is our Christmas episode. I'm recording this on Christmas Eve, but you're watching this on Christmas morning. So Merry Christmas to all. And today we are going to talk about goalies. I'm doing my way too early or stupid early preseason All-American goalies picks, and I'm not even going to waste any time. We're going to dive right into my three picks. I'm going to name three guys to also watch out for. And uh, before I get into that, as always, be sure to like, subscribe, share the crap out of the podcast with all your friends, because I am the hardest working guy in lacrosse podcasting, bar none. I'm the only guy still going, and you know it. Uh, so I don't know why I'm chirping you, my fans that are actually watching this. I love you guys. Um, but screw anybody who's not watching because they're morons and they don't know what is good. As always, go to laxfactor.com. You can watch all of our videos there. We post everything, our film review videos. We post our regular podcast. And then you can also get yourself T-shirts and swag either related to the podcast or just random lacrosse T-shirts. So do that for us, laxfactor.com. But let's dive into this. And the first goalie that I want to talk about here today is a Section 4 product, Logan McNaney, out of Maryland. Now, there's no question McNaney's benefited greatly from having one of the best defenses in the game standing in front of him day in and day out. But what I like about McNaney is despite the fact he's had to play with big names in front of him, he's been able to help lead these teams, stand beside some of these incredible defenders, and... uh you know, he's he's up to the task for the most part, which is what I like. You know, when you're playing with a lot of big-name guys, sometimes you might crumble under that level of pressure. He's welcomed it, and he has stand, stood up well to it. Not only that, but he's now played in back-to-back -back national championship games and came away with a win last season. McNaney's 2022 production, a 5.97 save percentage, an 18-0 record, and a 5.56 save percentage over the course of his career. Now, Maryland, they're going to have some question marks on the defensive side of the ball for sure. They lost an All-American poll. They lost some short stick D mids. But, and I say but, I have full confidence that the fall off in overall team chemistry on the defensive side of the ball will not be nearly enough to keep McNaney from being one of these numbered All-Americans. You've got your honorable mention All-Americans that aren't numbered. The numbered spots are what you really want as a player, and I think that McNaney will be one of the three numbered spots in terms of uh, All-Americans in 2023. Instead of being a very good complement to a solid defense, which I think is what most would have called McNaney uh, last season and the season before. By the end of last season, McNaney uh, uh, was the solid defense was a nice complement to McNaney, meaning that McNaney, by the end of last season, had stepped up and kind of solidified his spot as, hey, listen, I'm not just a good goalie playing for a very good team. I am a very good goalie that's helped making this team very good. I like, the, I like him as one of the team leaders coming up here in 2023. 
And then besides, he's a Section 4 kid. So how the hell was I going to do a video of my top three goalies when he's playing at this high a level and he's from Corning in my neck of the woods. So Logan McNaney, he's I'm not I'm not putting these in orders. I'm not trying to make a claim that McNaney is going to be the first team All-American. So there's not necessarily an order here. And I think one of these guys may frog jump from All-American or honorable mention All-American all the way up to the first team All-American, maybe even the goalie of the year. We'll see how that goes. But uh, last year's goalie of the year. Gone. A couple of All-American goalies gone. So I think Entman was the only numbered All-American uh, uh, that remains from the goalies from last year. But either way, McNaney, I love the kid. I think he's going to have a very good season, and I think he will be one of the top three, a.k.a. numbered All-Americans. Now, the next guy that I would like – oh, actually, no. You know, Before I get into that, though, one of the reasons I'm so high on McNaney here is if we kind of come in here and we look at his stats. Like, you look at his stats, he is the most consistent goalie in the country last year, and he was partly because he has a great defense. But if you look at the numbers, rough outing against High Point here in that first game, and then you see another rough outing against Virginia, Princeton here. So he had a couple of games here earlier in the season where he ended up dipping below 50%. Keep in mind, all of those were wins, by the way. He didn't drop any of those games, but he did have some games where he didn't play his best. But what I like about how he finished the season is after a rough outing against Ohio State in a win, he goes for 73% against Hopkins, 60.9 against Hopkins again, 60% against Rutgers in the Big Ten. That second game against Hopkins was in the tournament, the Big Ten tournament. Uh, 60% against Rutgers in the Big Ten tournament. 78.6 against Vermont in the first round of the NCAA tournament, 63.6% against Virginia in the NCAA tournament, 73.1% against Princeton in the semifinals, and then 70.8% against Cornell in the finals. This kid put all of those rough games behind him, and it did not repeat, starting with the last game of the regular season, through into the Big Ten tournament and into the NCAA tournament. So that's why I, you know, I think there is a very good chance that McNaney is the first team all-American uh, in terms of goalkeepers, but I'm not staking that claim yet. But the way he finished 2022 is incredible, and I think that if he, if he takes any of that confidence into the 2023 season, watch out because no matter what Maryland lost on defense, this kid is now one of the leaders on the end of the field, that end of the field, and I, I, I don't think you could ask for a better leader. All right, so now let's move on. Next guy I want to talk about, Liam Entman of Notre Dame. I actually thought Entman was gone. I didn't know he was coming back. Liam Entman is back. He was one of my favorite goalies last year. I think this one's a no-brainer overall. He had a great 2022 season. He finished eighth in the country with a save percentage of 572, and I'm a big fan of the defense they're going to be putting in front of him in 2023, which I think gives him a solid, a solid chance of improving upon his save percentage. Now, one thing that is important with goalies as a goalie, you're only good as the defense that the team puts in front of you, and you're rarely going to see a goalie that plays for a team with a losing record as one of the numbered All-Americans for the simple reason that, you know, you got a losing record. How good really are you, even if the defense in front of you is not, not that great? So we do see some honorable mention goalies, some goalies that probably are legit and that deserve and all you know consideration for all American they end up nabbing up those honorable mention all American spots but the guys that get the numbered spots are going to have to play for teams that win games and Entman is going to play for a team that I think in Notre Dame will be improved uh over the you know between last year and this season all right 
Notre Dame, tough team to read, though, last year. In one sense, they seemed like they should have been a lock for the NCAA tournament based on how they finished their season. I think they won eight straight to finish the season up, but they played in the ACC that kind of got dragged down in terms of quality overall by Syracuse being really bad, and Notre Dame had to play them twice. So Notre Dame ends up with two wins in those games, but the quality of those wins is greatly decreased, which means their entire ACC schedule quality, strength of schedule gets decreased, which kind of is what I think kept them out of the tournament. I think if Syracuse was a 500 team and handled their non-conference business, I think Notre Dame ends up getting one of those last spots in the tournament due to their strength of schedule being tough, but that didn't happen here. Entman's stats in 2022, 572 save percentage, 8-4 and four record, uh, 568 save percentage over his career. Now, on defense, they bring back Ross Bergmaster. Uh, they add transfers, Chris Fake, Chris Conlon, and Chris Conlon from Holy Cross. Uh, he was third in the nation in takeaways in 22. Chris Fake doesn't take the ball away a ton, but he is a brute, a cover guy. So between Bergmaster, uh, Conlon, uh, 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 Fake, and then all the other guys that they bring back, I like the defense that Notre Dame is going to be putting in front of Entman. Keys for Entman, though are going to be consistency. My biggest knock is when he faced teams with winning records last year, he was below 50% more often than not. If we kind of come over here and we look at these stats here, starts the season off great, 8-1-8 against Detroit Mercy, but then a loss to Notre Dame, 36%. Hey, plays good in a loss to Maryland, plays poorly, 44% in a loss to Ohio State, played good against Michigan, 50% and a loss against Virginia, not good enough. Then, you know, look at Wax to Syracuse and a huge win. Uh, beats Duke, but plays not so great. And thanks to the offense, the Notre Dame offense was incredible in that game. 16-15 score there. You know, so you see he was, he had a bunch of games against good teams that they played that he did not necessarily play his best, but we don't know what, you know, what 2023 is going to bring. But I'd say consistency overall is going to be key for Entman. He's going to have to play a little bit better when they play good teams because Notre Dame's schedule isn't going to be against chumps, and now you're going to have an improved... I don't. I can't imagine there's a, a, a chance that Syracuse is going to be worse than last year, so the ACC schedule is going to be a little bit better, and, uh, and then their non-conference schedule is going to be about the same. I just think that Entman needs to be a little bit more consistent, and if he is, number 44 should have a bit less pressure on him overall due to that defense and everything like that, and that typically plays well for goalie stats. So I like Entman to improve his save percentage, but I think he's going to be, you know, the limelight's going, he's going to be playing a lot of important games, and I think as long as he delivers, he'll be one of the numbered All-Americans here as well. He's, a, I mean, the dude seems like the dude's been at Notre Dame for, you know, 17 years or so overall. Um, the next guy that I want to talk about, and this is the one I think some people might chirp me for, but I truly think that we're going to see a huge jump uh, between last season and this season for this guy, Daniel Hinks, formerly of Dartmouth, but in 2023, he will be luckily for himself playing for Georgetown. He was an honorable mention All-American last year at Dartmouth. His transfer to Georgetown could see his already solid save percentage improve greatly. And I'm talking as much as maybe 5% or more uh, thanks to the beasts that Georgetown is going to put in front of him uh, on the defensive side. I almost, I almost put Luke Milliken in this spot. But when I compared their numbers from last season, and then I compare, all right, who's Milliken have at Jacksonville in front of him compared to who does Hinks have in front of him at Georgetown, and it's not even close. Milliken lost a couple of guys in front of him. Hanks is going, it's just a huge, huge upgrade in terms of the human shield that will be in front of him. So I, I like that for allowing him to greatly improve his stats. Not to mention, Notre Dame, 
put the goalie of the year up last year in uh, Owen McElroy. So why couldn't Hinks, who's a very solid goalkeeper, benefit from this incredible defense, improve his save percentage, which was already really good last year, and maybe frog jump from honorable mention All-American to potentially even, you know, the top spot amongst the numbered All-Americans. 2022, he was 52% in cage, 4-9 and nine record for Dartmouth, a 5-4-1 save percentage over his career, which considering how bad Dartmouth is, and Dartmouth plays in a league that doesn't put up a ton of points. So, you know, I, I, th- I, I really like his chances of improving greatly here. Now, there will be many that will chirp this pick, like I said, but if you look at the other two guys that I've already talked about, common thread, they both have solid defenses in front of them. Georgetown's got a solid defense. Entman was an All-American last year. Um, McNaney had a solid defense in front of him. He was an All-American last year. How can you not think that Hinks's production is going to improve to the point that he's going to be at least considered for one of those numbered spots, if not snag one of them up? Georgetown, like I said, helped McElroy to a USILA Most Outstanding Goalie Award. And while I'm not sure that Hinks is going to have a season that, that's that good, I, I cannot see him uh, not putting up stats that would end up making him worthy of at least that third team nod or better. Now, the honorable mention guys that I want to talk about that I you know mold over putting on this list here, uh, Connor Theriault, big boy from Brown, incredible goalkeeper, had a great season last season, and I like Brown's chances this year as well. They got a lot of guys coming back offensively. We're going to have to see what happens here, but I like Theriault as the anchor of that defense. Matt Garber, of Boston U. I think he's solid. Luke Milliken, as I said, of Jacksonville. And I mean, listen, this is by no means supposed to be an all-inclusive list here. There's a bunch of other guys. Every goalie at the Division I level is a solid goalie. It's just, who do you play for? And I think that the three guys that I mentioned, because of the defenses they're going to be playing for, mixed with their skill sets, are going to be the, the obvious you know, favorites overall for those top three numbered spots. But any one of the other, you know, the other guys I mentioned could hop in. And who knows, maybe we'll see some kind of new freak pop into the, I think you could uh, talk about Noons even from Virginia. And I think Virginia is going to have a hell of a year. So maybe Matthew Noons is one of the guys that will end up snagging one of those spots. He had a he, he kid as a freshman last year, got thrown to the Wolves and played pretty pretty damn good as a freshman for Virginia. So I like his shot as well. But that's it, guys. Hey, it's Christmas. Don't listen to me anymore. Get on with the rest of your day. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids if you have them. Hopefully you're not alone and sad on this Christmas day. If you are, I hope I brought you some holiday cheer and all of that. Ho, 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 and all of that good shit. And uh, I'll be back on... uh, Friday of next week with another film review. I'm going to put out another podcast on Wednesday again, just covering basic news and crap like that. So this was the episode. Merry Christmas to all and to all a chill night. Hoost is out. The Lapse Factor Podcast.